Are you doing the business right now? We are. Um, we're in it. Like I said, we're kind of. Paused. Does that sound like a no? We're in the process of launching a creator community. We want to actually just like really invest in it and like really make it something. So you stopped. So, stop what the the business. Yeah, it was working, just not the way that it, I feel like it should have been. And the answer is to stop when it's not working. No, I mean, we're not stopping it, like just leaving it. Like we're um, pivoting. Means stop. We're pivoting. That's what I should say. That's we're what everybody who starts something that doesn't work out the way they think it should says, I'm pivoting or I'm rebranding. We're still very much serious about building this new platform. We're not just going to pause and not engage with our community, even though that's kind of what we've been doing. I feel like the creators, once we have like a solid community of creators of all different stages, the brands are going to be there. Exactly well. why you're saying that, because you don't want to put the time and attention into solving the problem. You much rather have no, that's not true. People because come together in webinars because it's easy. Y'all so entrepreneurs be frustrating me so bad because that's it, all we know. Because you're so brilliant and you're acting like you're not. You're acting like you don't know the, the solution to the problem, and you do. We just don't want to do the work. You suck, your business sucks, and you'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman, or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like. My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. Uh, welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm incredible. That's good. I'm having a wonderful, wonderful day. I can't lie. That's good. Me too. Good. So you, uh, you're an entrepreneur. I am. What's your business? So my company is Forefront. We're a social commerce platform that connects Black-owned businesses with content creators to help them grow on social media. And our mission is to essentially bring Black brands to the forefront by leveraging the affiliate marketing and influencer marketing space, $16 billion industry. So, so you find companies and connect the companies with influencers. Mm-hmm. And the companies pay the influencers. Yeah. So I say we like at the intersection of like the buy black space and the creator economy. So we have a marketplace that black owned brands can sell their products on. Um, and essentially we connect them with creators who are looking to try different products out and use their influence to promote black owned brands. So very similar to like to know it or Amazon storefronts, how creators use their platforms to promote products that they like and they love to their followers and get paid affiliate commissions. So mm. we're essentially just like Affiliate that. or marketing? Right now, affiliate, but we definitely understand that creators want a lot more than just gifted products and affiliate commissions. So we're definitely in the process of like bringing on that branch where we can actually give creators like, you know, um, partnership, uh, solidified partnerships where they can get paid for that. So I have a course, I come on to the platform and there are people on the platform that will take my course and sell my course. So not necessarily courses, more like CPG products. So your beauty, your skincare. CPG, what's that? Um, consumer packaged goods. So anything you can like physically hold. Um, so anything you can buy in a store, like lipstick, skin products, hair products, fashion, 
um, vitamins, things like that. How many business owners do you have on the platform? Right now we have about 20. However, we did kind of put a pause on the marketplace. So we launched it in August of 2023. Um, started it. We got some okay traction, but it just wasn't really um, feasible. It wasn't scalable. It was a lot of manual work. So we kind of put a pause just to kind of really see how we can alter that and really make it better. Got it. And how many like users, I guess, people that would do the affiliate? So we have a, a community and a list of over a thousand creators um, that we've been able to reach that are like interested in working with black owned brands. So are you doing a business right now? We are. Um, we're in a, like I said, we're kind of paused. Does that sound like a no? Are you paused right now? Yeah. So like we're not, not generating. We're in the process of launching a creator community. So of course, I you say launch the creator community. No? We have it. Well, we want to actually just like really invest in it and like really make it something. So you stopped. So stop what? The, the business. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it wasn't working. It was working, just not the way that it, I feel like it should have been. And the answer is to stop when it's not working. No, I mean, we're not stopping it, like just leaving it like we're um, pivoting. Means stop. We're pivoting. That's what I should say. That's we're what everybody who starts something that doesn't work out the way they think it should says. I'm pivoting or I'm rebranding. We're not rebranding very much. Yeah, we're pivoting. But I mean, we're being I, I like to say we're being strategic about it, like the Goal wasn't to stop it and never pick it back up, but building a startup, building something that is new to the market in a sense of like the intersection that we're building. There's a lot of um, conversations that we haven't had with the creators, with the businesses to really make sure that we're building something viable. So we're really working on launching. When I say launching a community, like not just like an email list, but literally, you know, an engaging community where we can offer resources, partnerships, different collabs, and just really build a robust community of creators. Um, and I feel like that's something that will set us apart. Explain from, that. Explain that business model to me of just building a community. So that the goal is not to make that the f official end all be all, but that's just kind of like a starting point as we are working on building this next phase of the marketplace, um, the affiliate marketplace that we have, we wanna make sure that we're building that the way it should be for the creators and for the brands. All right, so real quick, the main business model is what? The main business model is a social commerce platform, so it's a marketplace. Got it, so um, you have the platform now? Yes. It's a website? Yes. Where if I sell soap, I upload my soap to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And it, generates a link like, a, like it it generates like say i upload my soap Kay comes on and she says i want to sell this soap to my friends mm -hmm. she gets a link an affiliate link she and sells she gets her, her own forefront shop as well so she can showcase her favorite products into the shop and then she goes on TikTok right now I mean, it's functional, but we paused, like, so we changed the domain just into a landing page just so we didn't have people going on there and purchasing. It just wasn't, a, it was a lot of just moving parts with it. It just wasn't feasible for the brands or the creators, but yes, to your How point. How long ago did you pause it? Um, December. So. Not even a full month yet. About a month and some change ago? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to understand, I understand like, People can't access it because there's some bugs and fixes in, in it. But then it seems like we take our attention 
to building a community, which is like an email list, and so people can connect with each other, but there's no business. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that to be... Like the email list, like we have an email list, but we want it to be something more. We're doing events. We're like hosting, you know, webinars, teaching creators on how to really monetize and different things like that. So we want to make it something that's valuable to the creator. So as this platform is launched, they trust us. Like we have that. It seems like such a totally different business. But that's the thing. Like I want to monetize that. You know, to be able to generate income while we're building that platform and as we're talking to these customers to really understand, like, what we need to be building. Like, what do they want? Do they want to work with brands for UGC? Like, are they looking to work with black-owned brands specifically? But also another issue that we ran into. So, hold it real quick. I'm sorry. So, you don't know if this is something that people want? That's the thing. So, we – I know it's something along the lines. I know – Creators, black creators specifically, want to work with black-owned brands, but there are no platforms that can, you know, really connect that and connect them in that way. So we know we're in a market that's essentially untapped, but the way that we bring value to both sides, that's where we're kind of unclear. So that's why we kind of had a pause. But I would say with the marketplace and just what we learned in that process, it was just more so on our side being, you know, a woman show working a full-time job at the time, it was a lot of hands-on that just wouldn't make it feasible. So, you know, for example, you know, having to, like, really manually onboard the brands and having so many different, like, third-party platforms via Shopify, it just wasn't convenient. So we want to build our own platform where creators, they can, like, get their own links um, without using a third-party. Like, we want to build that out ourselves. And I understand that, but what you're pivoting to doesn't facilitate that it doesn't fix the problem yeah no i get that so when i say pivot that's not the pivot that's Mm -hmm. kind of like just what we're doing in the midst of a pivot the pivot that we want to do is to build our own platform it's still an affiliate marketplace but what we were doing before we had we were using shopify so we just had our own restrictions are you you honestly built like spending time energy and attention building that custom website or custom yes so i have just hired on or brought on two new team members, so a head of product and a head of community. The head of product was the one who actually helped us to build out the marketplace, and now he's joining the team um, for equity, and he's like, we're in the process. So when I say community, we're also going to be hosting like focus groups with different brands and creators to really, so he can get an understanding of what to be building. But he has a great track record in commerce, e-commerce. He works a lot of... um, well-known CPG companies and building their commerce infrastructure. So he's bringing a lot of value in that space. And the other person was for community, right? Yeah, so she's going to help us. one person that you should be looking for that you don't have, and I don't see why that's not the focus. What is that? What do you think? I know we definitely need a marketing person. No. What? Not marketing, not products. Your big issue is tech. Well, I mean, he's building that, but I understand, like, that's, I know we can't build to that capacity with only him, so the goal is to eventually fundraise. He's focused on the tech, he's mo- focused on getting the products on the website? No, 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 no. He's building, like, he builds commerce solutions and stuff, so he's not gotcha. just, like, helping us get the onboarding so with the brands, but he's... the functionality. Yeah, the, the functionality, site. like, on all that. So he's very well-versed, and not even just Shopify, but building commerce platforms. So he has the answer to what needs to be done on this website, yes? Once we get the answers from the brands and creators of what we know we need to be building, he has the ability to build that out. But, but you of already course, know that 
creators want to connect with brands, no? Yeah, but we also don't know in what way. Because, I mean, I'll we do to an right extent. Now. We do to an creators extent. Creators want to get paid. Exactly. And then the infrastructure that we had, it was more gifted and affiliates. And that works for, like, creators who are just getting started. But one thing that I do want to focus on is getting more established brands. Like, you know, brands that are already in Sephora and Target and working with more well, established creators. It just seems like you're all over the place because it's like, one on one hand, I want to build community, which is good. On the next hand, I need to get more... Uh, more companies who have the products. I also need to build community. And though all of these things are true, it seems like we're ignoring the major part of the business that needs to work. You are saying it's a manual process of onboarding people. Well, we need to figure out how to not make that process so manual. But in the meantime, we don't pause. We just manually up. up. You got 20 people. How is this such a big, heavy lift? Well, when in order to make it not so manual, we have to build the platform ourselves. But before we invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into building a platform, and like I said, we, we will need to do it with more than just one person, we would need, you know, funds to do that. But before we get investors, yes. and before we invest in all that money into building a product, we want to make sure we're building something that people actually want and that's well, something that's going to be... I, I think you're missing what I'm saying because there's no wonder in what they need. Look, man, I, I see y'all enjoying the episode, but entrepreneurship is tough, as you can see. Um, but if you want to make more money, get more information, and, uh, and really have more support, you need a community, okay? Morning Meetup is a community that I've started six years ago, where every single morning, I'm talking to a group of entrepreneurs, giving them more information, giving them support, and teaching them how to make more money, how to grow their business, okay? We have a book club that you need to be a part of. We have meetups that you need to be a part of. The missing link is connection to not only a coach, but a community, okay? You don't have to join every single morning, okay? But if you wake up this morning, you know that we are there Monday through Friday, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, okay? Join our book club. Uh, you don't have to speak, you could be quiet, you don't have to have your camera on, but the more you're on, you want people to see your face uh, and connect with us, okay? The morning meetup will get you more money, more information and more support this year, 2024, okay? So it's only $497 for the entire year. That's 250 calls with the community teaching you how to do this thing called entrepreneurship, okay? So if this, if this interview resonates with you at any point and you say, yo, you know what? The way he's talking to him or the way he's talking to her, I need him to talk to me like that. Well, join us every single morning. And quiet is kept. Most of the people that are on the hot seat come from the Morning Meetup community. You all get priority, all right? So go to themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. That's true. You've been in the community long enough. You've been uh, at this long enough to know they need this. Yeah. This isn't, yeah. This isn't like... We yeah. need to do some in-depth like research project. Yeah, I'm brands need influencers and creators. Creators need inf need need brands. Period. Point yeah. blank. We know the goal of them both. If you're telling me you don't know the goal, then you're just you're making stuff. No, up. so I definitely know the goal. Yes. But when we when we talk about the creator economy and how brands are connecting with influencers, there are a lot of different ways that can go about. It could be a brand who just wants to give products. They don't have the ability to pay an influencer thousands of dollars to promote their yes. product. So there's the gifted you know, option that a lot of brands go. There's yep. an affiliate option where the creator is still able to get paid, but it's not as much. Yep. And then there's also the paid option where you know, the creator is getting paid up front for the engagement, the views, everything, all the value that they'll add to the brand. 
up front. Um, so we have those different options, but we want to figure out where is the most need, you know, and how can we make it the most lucrative? How can we scale it the most? Um, so we could take the route of being more of a, what do you want to call it? Like a like to know it, which is where I feel like we can really scale it in a place where we can get, you know, some really dope black owned brands that are already, you know, um, known and established in the community that creators want to work with and they wouldn't have a problem working with them for gifted collabs or affiliate commissions and things like that. So we know that there's something there, but in terms of, I don't want you to think that the community side is just like, I feel like that's going to be the engine that keeps us running whenever I we get agree. the platform. So that's why I, I do want to invest our time in that. Oh, but also I don't can't. feel like that's the only way, like we're not. What here's, here's what I'm saying. Cause I, th I think you're like really missing it. Or, so people, there's typically uh, one thing that we lean to. There's either the visionary who sees the big picture, mm -hmm. right? I can see the whole field and everybody that's on it. I can see how this thing needs to operate. We got the community over here. We got the products over here. We got the money to sell. Like, I can see the whole field. You see the whole field. Mm -hmm. And there's a million options on how we can... Uh, make this thing work because you see the big picture, mm -hmm. which is needed. Visionary. Are you a visionary? Definitely. Of course. But visionaries have so many blind spots because although they can see the whole landscape, it's very difficult for them to see what's right in front of their face. So we need somebody. Typically, this is somebody who is not a visionary they are a worker, they are a problem solver. They say, okay, this is the problem that I need to solve. I don't know about all this big picture stuff, but I see a problem and I'm going to solve this. What I'm saying is the business has one issue right now. The only issue is it's not a platform where, it, where these two sides can connect easily. And from you all, you guys are saying, well, it's, it's a very manual process to onboard these people. But you've done it 20 times because you have 20 people that onboard it, right? So the manual process, I mean, of course, that's going to be something that we're cool with. We're going to have to, like, we want it to be uh, um, an intimate onboarding. We want to, like, get build relationship with these brands. So we're okay with that piece. The part that was, like, it's not even just manual. It just wasn't scalable. So there's just a lot of moving parts when it came to the creators and us connecting them with their their links and then the links that they put in their bio doesn't take them directly. Like it's just a lot of parts that just wasn't working in an efficient manner. Yes. So, and I understand that. And so how I'm looking at it, this is my thought process is as we pivot and we're still very much serious about building this new platform, we're not just going to pause and not engage with our community, even though that's kind of what we've been doing. But I want to be very, because <laughs> I already know you're going to go there. I want to be very intentional with it because we know. have a lot of, we have thousands of creators that I know need this. Like I remember mm -hmm. talking with a creator and like, this is something I prayed for. Like I know this is something that's needed on yes. both sides and I want to do it the right way, but I also don't want that to be something that interferes with us moving forward. So I want to continue to engage the creators as well as the brands. Yes. But I feel like the creators, once we have like a solid community of creators of all different stages, the brands are going to be there. exactly as well. why you're saying that. Because you don't want to put the time and attention into solving the problem. You'd much rather have no, that's parties not true. people because come together and webinars because it's easy. 
There's one, like, I don't understand what's, I don't understand, I don't understand how you don't see the major problem is the, plat once you have the platform, that's like saying, okay, we don't have, it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I have a field to play on, but I'm just going to like start connecting with uh, football players. I'd say one day we're going to have a field to play on. Versus having a field so everybody I talk to, I can invite them. 
But that's not cool. That's not, it's not cool fil- fixing the platform or it's not cool finding somebody who understands how to have a button that allows the brand to say, okay, the brand is, okay, we're looking for people to pay. We're looking for people to like gift products to. When they come on the website, uh, as, an in- as a creator, you say, well, I, don't, I know I'm not a big creator, but I got an influence, so just give me some product and I'll make some posts. I don't want to sell nothing, but I'll create some organic content. Mm-hmm. And that's the pay. That's the payoff. If I'm a brand, I'd love to do that. I'd love to just give out products because if the product costs me $7 to make, well, I couldn't pay you $7 to make a video. So, you know what I mean? I can't hire, I can't say, I'll give you $7 to make this video. But I'll give you the product, cool. I'm only at a loss, $7 for you making this video for your 2,000 followers, which I'm 100% okay with. And a lot of brands or are. Mm-hmm. Right, or it's a, a brand that has, okay, I have a budget, this is the criteria, this is who I'm looking for. And I wanna make that brand deal. Mm-hmm. But that's all predicated on the platform. Exactly. But you and your team want to move away from perfecting the platform because it's too hard or manual to We're not moving away, build, though. But that's what you said. You said we're pivoting. So we're getting we on Shopify, events. but we're building. Like, we're, like, in the process of building this new platform. Okay. Well, so I don't want it to seem like we're, like, just ignoring the problem. How long is it going to take for this guy to build this thing? Well, we're planning on launching our focus groups over the next couple of months and really... How long is it going to take him to fix the, the goal, I want site? I want the platform to be built before Q3. How long is he saying, is, is he building it? Yes. How long is he saying it's going to take him to build it? Um, he hasn't specifically said, but Because we've already, we're all ignoring the problem because we want to have parties and webinars and meetups and focus groups. So what do you suggest, like, as he's building the, like, what should we be doing? You need to be focused on building the product. If he doesn't have a timeline or y'all even talked about you fixing this problem, which I'd imagine probably haven't that needs to be the major focus of the company every day there needs to be an yeah. update on why isn't this button here why is this foot that's that's what i'm saying no i get that because even his title is what is it he's over product Heavy management product. or something crazy mm-hmm. like that you need somebody that's over the tech to build the platform because now if the platform is built you can come to say hey david Instead of, hey, David, let me get your email address because in the future we're going to do something together. Mm-hmm. You can say, hey, David, I got this platform. What side do you want to be on, the influencer side or the product side? Mm-hmm. You can go right here and I'm going to pair you with somebody. Yeah. But we don't want to focus on the heavy lift because it's too manual. Well, I mean, but we're also being very mindful of the user experience. Like, No, you're not. I promise you we are. No, you're not. Why not? You're being mindful of users' having an experience outside of the platform. When you're focused on the user experience- no, I'm talking about with the platform, that was one of the reasons why we decided to, like, this is not working. Is he building the site from scratch, the, the, the platform from scratch? He will be. Like, what, like, yeah. That would be the only reason he needs to be, he needs to be on the team. It's not about he will be. Like, Day no. one, he needs to come on and start building this thing. Understood. And that's he where he started. Like, he started- he, I'm sorry, real quick. Is he a developer or does he just know Shopify and tech No, he's stuff? a developer. Okay. So we started with Shopify because that was just, like, that was our MVP. That was just, okay, let's get this started. So I knew Shopify wasn't going to be where we fully built out Forefront. And that was, so we got on Shopify, built out the MVP, realized, okay, this is not working on for anybody. It's not 
beneficial, it's not efficient, it's not scalable. So we're pausing that and we are both very much aware and ready to build this platform out. But it'll be dumb of us to start building a platform and we haven't even talked to the people again that were already on the platform to help us improve How it. How is that dumb? Yeah. Because why would we build a put thousand dollars thousands of dollars into building a product and we're just going off of what we think and not talking you about the You are customer. the user. You're the community. You can't sit here and tell me that you don't know what both sides want. You can't do that. I mean, I know to an extent, it's but... It's an excuse to not an, put I, your, I have assumptions. No, and I want to no. validate... Yes. This is not an assumption. This is a the problem. I need... Your whole problem was I need to connect creators and brands. Yes? Yes. 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 Are you saying that you're not sure if brands want creators to promote their product? I am very sure of that. Very sure. And but you're 100% sure mm -hmm. that creators are looking for brands to promote. Yes. For either product or money or to start like building a relationship. You're 100% sure of that, right? Yes. Why aren't we building the platform? Why isn't the major focus building the platform where we know we can solve this problem? You can't focus on user experience if you don't have the platform. User experience is what button it is. Okay, how easy is it to navigate to this button? User experience is not gathering the community to do cool events. Well, that was just a part of it. So we had a, like, the plan is, <laughs> why are you looking at me like no, that? No, because I'm, no, I'm listen, waiting to see, I'm waiting to hear you say the same it. thing. I mean, it's the same thing, but I feel like, just how, as, as you feel like I'm missing something, I feel like there's a part that you're not getting what okay. I'm saying. It's like, I understand what you just said of focusing on building the platform. Mm -hmm. And of course, we understand the bottom line. Brands want to connect with creators yes. and creators want to connect with brands. Mm -hmm. The way we were doing that was not efficient. For it was who? not meeting their needs for nobody, anybody. Why wasn't it meeting their needs? It just wasn't efficient. From comparing to other platforms, they can get on just all these different platforms. Just... It is not efficient. So when we come into the no, market... No, I need you to explain how it was okay. efficient. So looking from the brand standpoint, they'll get you know a sale from Shopify, from our platform. And sometimes the platform, th the third-party platform we were using for the vendors wouldn't notify them that they got an order. Mm -hmm. um, or if they did, it wouldn't give them the, the, the person's address and stuff. So we had to jump in and do that piece. Um, when it came to partnerships, that was something that we were manually hold doing. On, hold on. Mm -hmm. We just talked about one issue. Okay. It's not efficient because a brand would get a sale. And the third-party app or third-party company would either not give them the proper information or you said it, they weren't getting notified, correct? So they'll get notified, but, like, I would reach out to a brand and say, hey, you got this order. And she's like, okay, I can see their name, but I can't see their address. So, like, that's just something. It's just, like, that's not an yes. issue. Sometimes that runs, that's not, that wasn't one of the biggest issues. Okay. But, you know, but when let's, you're. Let's just talk about that issue. Okay. We got to find a third, another third party that will, can be, that can be efficient with transferring information. Or you find somebody on your team just to verify that this connection has been made. So, give me another, re, give me another, like, big issue This wasn't efficient. So, another big issue was the partnerships side of things so we had the creators that the brands can choose from that were in our platform and they say hey I want to work with this creator so once the brand once we connected the brand with the creators like we'll have them sign a brief and everything of that nature 
Um, and then there's just like a lot of back and forth emailing. So this is all through email. This is not a, you know, a process. It's not automated. Um, of course, we would like it to be at some point. But we also don't know if that's where we need to be in, like the middleman in between. When I say middleman, when I say I, I mean by manually, like we can be the middleman and be in the connection and the platform. But in terms of manually, like managing those partnerships, that's not really kind of where we want it to be, yes. if that makes sense. So there's a lot of back and forth. So we'll email a creator. They might take a week to respond back or the brand's not sending the product on time. It was just a lot of just so issues with that. So it wasn't efficient for you? Um, on both sides, because then you also get a creator who doesn't post the product and the brand and they sign a dip. Like, so it's just a lot of, yes. and then we put ourselves Welcome in the middle. and to entrepreneurship. There's a bunch of problems to solve. But when there's a problem to solve, we don't just quit and say, all right, we're going to stop the platform and start throwing parties. And I'm going to keep saying that because that's what it sounds like. Okay. You don't want to solve the problem at hand and you say that the thing doesn't work. And it's not that the thing doesn't work. You just haven't figured out an efficient system to make sure that the creator posts or to make sure that the brand pays the person. You have to like keep hammering that in and to make sure that this is working. And as you're doing that, you'll find more efficient ways to do it. But there's nothing inefficient about anything. There's nothing that you said that gives a warrant to say, all right, we're just going to shut down the, the site. Because if there was a transaction made, that means it works. It's up to you to keep hammering every single day to make sure it's a better and better experience. Mm -hmm. You are. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off, 
of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off. But if you use the promo code big deal, it'll take 20% off immediately. But I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code Big Deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay. I'll see you at the summit. And don't forget to use promo code. Big deal. For quitting. To do the cool stuff that's easy. Because it don't cost nothing to like, hey, we're going to get, we're going to meet up and have a focus group. And we're going to talk about all the things that are important to the community. And we're going to be extra woke and talk about the black struggle. No, we weren't going to talk about all that. We was going to be specific to the brand's problems. No, and then somehow, somehow, the conversation twists to inequality and then no, somehow the we, conversation somehow gets to why it's hard for black women to date no we're not talking I'm about that telling, we are not these, talking I, listen i've been to a million a no. million of these focus groups no, of creators no, no, no. and you gotta have some drinks there and we're gonna sit no. there and we're gonna have a conversation and we're gonna leave and say oh i'm a part of the community okay I, I can get if where you say that. you're telling me that, that that never happens, you're lying to me. I'm, I don't know if it has happened or not, but that wasn't I'm our plan. We are I very, know. We are very strategic. Like, we've already been talking about what these focus groups will look like. Have, and the you, focus, been, have you started the events? Like, the little gatherings? Well, of I did. Engagement? I partnered with one last weekend. How was it? What'd y'all do? It was good. So, we were kind of like a sponsor. It was a girl. Her name, her name is Nicole Love. And she put on an event for creators. Um, so we essentially kind of just like promoted like what we were doing. And a lot of them were interested. Um, and so we like want to continue. speaking or it was like a forum or what? Um, it was supposed to be. It was like right before the American Sesh. So I actually had to leave early. So I didn't get to stay for the entire thing. But I did get to promote and share what I was doing and connect I'm with the I'm saying the whole creators. event. Like what was. I'm not going <sighs> to. Come on. I man. Don't... I, listen, you, you can't get. I know Atlanta. Okay. I know. And what was the age group of these people? Um, in between 25, 35. Yeah. But listen, I mean, I I was, it wasn't my there. event, though. What I want to do, I want to do things that bridge the gap between creators and brands. So I want to do brand yes. activations. I'm where just you trying have, to, I'm trying to save you some time. No, I get that. Especially but, if, you, if you're saying you don't know what these activations are going to look like. No, I know what the active, but I was, that's not what I say. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know what I want to do in terms of events. Mm-hmm. But of course, I know that's not the focal point of Forefront, but that's how we're going to engage our community. Good. But the focus groups you, is, def- is separate. But when you have these events, it's going to do nothing to grow that platform and that business that you have. I would almost want you to stop engaging with the community until you fix the problem and then you come to the market with a solution. And you had the solution. 
but you decided to pause on the solution because it became too hard to do. So I will say this, because what you're saying is true and I receive it. I recently spoke with another friend. He's like in the investor space and he gave me similar advice. He said, you ran into, for some reason, you feel like the marketplace was a failure. It definitely wasn't, you know, what I wanted to be. But I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term thing. I knew I wanted to start this, get the information I needed, learn, and see what we needed to do to build the next phase. So that was always a plan. It's not that we completely putting this on hold. So he also mentioned, like, Jordan, you just need to relaunch this marketplace and maybe focus a little bit more on quality over quantity. So we have a lot of brands that people honestly may not know. And I think that was also you know, cause some friction. So if we kind of focus on more established brands, already have some type of social proof, like brand recognition, all that kind of stuff, we can target more creators that can bring more traction to the platform, bring in more sales for them, more income for them, as well as for the brand. So I am, that's something I'm actually very much considering launching again, like over the next few weeks. It needs to be the whole idea. And continuing that and having, you know, Handpicking creators, I feel like, can represent not even just our brand, but those brands in the best light and work with them in that way. Because I do agree, like, if there's a platform that we have that we can continue to try out and show people, you know, that's always great. Um, so I do feel like that's something that I'm willing to do and I'm ready to do and really excited to do. But I know we have to do be more intentional about the brands that we put on and the creators that we bring on. Because we have, like... A growing list of creators, but not all of them are very serious about content creation, UGC, and monetizing. So, sure. what's the what's the guy's position? The guy that's building out the head of product. <laughs> head of product. You don't see nothing wrong with that. The head of product is supposed to be your chief technology officer. The person is supposed to build out. No, the CTO could be different though. I do plan on bringing a CTO. That's Eventually. the only thing you need right now. Not head of product and not head of community. You don't even got nothing to be like head of. Like we just got a bunch of, we got an email list. We the had a number platform. one problem you need to solve is a tech and operations issue. Mm-hmm. So You're not bringing people on that can help you. So the girl that's our head of community. We're, like these are just names. And what are you the head of? But Chill. Okay. Are you, are you a part of it too? You the head of something. She's one of our creators. Of? She's one of our creators. What are you the head of? You the head of support staff? Everybody got a head of something. Reese, they just hiring heads of stuff. Like heads okay. Of, you want you want to get down? Can I be yes head of support? I be head of podcasting. No, but look. K, head of assisting people with stuff. <laughs> look at the the business card said has a head of supporting people with stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get serious. Okay. No, but I mean he really he knows his stuff. No, he like doesn't. he's he, no, he I promise you he does. Unless you're just giving him bad direction. Because the number I one mean, conversation I I'll, I'll take credit have. for that. Okay. okay. I can okay. take credit for that. We're on the same page now. And I am improving on that now that I'm a lot um I'm full time my business right now. Just got laid off my job last week. Oh, wow. But I look at that as a blessing in disguise. Thank you. Call him real quick. I don't even got their number. We was a remote company, so it was like no phone number. And You're talking not about even the head of it. product? No. What? No, I'm saying call the head of product. Oh, jeez. Okay. I was about to lose. I thought you were talking stuff. about my job. I'm like, yo, can you get my phone? Oh, my gosh. We need to call this head of product and we need to let them know hey, bro, 
you're not head of product. You're the chief technology officer of this company. And I need to know when you can fix this problem okay. of Did you making get my phone? sure. Yeah, let's get. Yeah, yeah right serious? now. <laughs> yeah. Boots fire, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Come on with it. I was really going to, like, just lose it if you said. I yeah. thought you were talking about my job. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Call the head of product. It, yeah, and, and I want I want to talk to him, too. Just ask him what he's doing for the company. What have you done for the company today? He's asking. Okay. Does that work? No. Well, he is, but I don't know if he can answer. Normally, we actually have calls around this time, so he might. Let's see. I hope he does. We don't typically call each other on the phone, so this might just be a little. Hey, Durant. Hey, Alton. Can you talk for a second? Uh, yeah, for a second, but I'm about to hop into a meeting soon. Oh, okay. So I'm actually on a podcast right now. <laughs> I don't know okay. if you know David Shans and his Social Proof podcast, but I'm in his hot seat, and he told me to call you. Um, okay. And he wants to speak with you. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. What's his name? Alton. What's up, Alton? How are you? What's going on? How are you doing? Everything's good. Hey, so for what's the name of the company? Forefront. For Forefront, you're the head of products? Yes. What is your role? Uh, so as the head of product, I work with Jordan to define the roadmap for the way the platform and software operates for the influencers and brands. So that's just helping to ideate the strategy based on like user feedback and then what we're trying to creatively build, but also leading the workflows for working with developers or designers in our team to get the actual product developed. Got it. So you are not the developer. You're not developing this, the software. Well, as it stands, I, I'm primarily leading that, the design, the developing of it, but we're working to build a team of developers and designers to help us bring it to life. So I'll gradually evolve more into just leading a team and not being as hands-on as I am right now. Gotcha. Why does nobody want to be hands-on on this company? <laughs> Why right? you say that? I mean, because, uh, like, you don't want to be hands-on. Jordan don't want to be hands-on. Don't nobody want to put a hands-on now. Why you say I don't want to be hands-on? Because you said it was a hands-on pro manual process, and you didn't want to do it no more. I mean, I'm just thinking Real of quick. efficiency. It's just, a, it's just a more efficient way to go about doing it, because I feel like um, where the talent is best allocated is, you know, helping to guide the strategy for it. But there are way more talented developers and designers that we could work with. So that's kind of the yeah. intention. This is more efficient, honestly. I can understand that. So, Alton, what's the problem that we need to solve with, solve with our workflow right now? With the workflow in terms of the product or just the overall idea of Forefront? When you say product, you are talking about the platform, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But okay. it could be, I was wondering if you're just speaking more to just the workflow of like influencers in general overall or with Forefront particularly? Yeah, well, what, well what's the biggest problem that, that you're working on solving with the platform? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see. Yeah. Um, I think we have like a lot of different angles we could take with the features we can include. So I think we're trying to figure out is what the people actually need and want. 
that isn't like duplicative of what's already out there. Um, so that's the first thing is like figuring out what features influencers need. Um, and then internally figuring out a roadmap of, okay, there might be things people want or multiple things people need and like what phase should we roll that out? So, um, I think we have a good idea around there's a gap in helping black influencers connect to other brands to help them get paid and do opportunities or get connected to opportunities that help them grow their brands while also helping to grow black owned brands and their products. I think that's one of the key things we want to solve. And I think that doesn't exist at scale yet, but there are a lot of tools where you could, you know, promote products in general, um, or promote products on like a link tree. There's a lot of tools in that space. Um, but there's yet to be a tool that you can sign in and then get connected at a click to, uh, thousands, if not hundreds of brands that are willing to, you know, connect with you within particularly the black owned product space. Um, so I think that's the main thing we're trying to solve for, um, is creating a system like that. But first we're trying to, you know, get really clear around, is that something people need, want? So we're, we're starting to do customer interviews and speaking directly with influencers to get a better idea of that. How, how long have you been like trying to find this roadmap or come up with a solution? Uh, I would say a little over a year now overall. Um, we launched an initial just MVP of the product through a website experience. Um, but we've started in the past maybe three or four months, like fine tuning this next phase is like figuring out what the evolution could be and getting more specific about like what needs are required for the product. So what features we want to actually focus on. So I would uh, say like a little over a year probably. Yeah. Okay. So you and Jordan sit down, y'all figure out the roadmap and how you're going to attack it. It's been taking about a year. I'm about to solve your problem in about three minutes. You ready? Okay, yeah, I'm here. We need a website that, mm -hmm. or app that a brand can log into and a creator can log into. The brand mm -hmm. outline, they can build out a profile and whatever products they have. And mm -hmm. a creator can apply to say whether I just want free product and I'll promote mm -hmm. it or uh, I'm looking for a brand deal based on their own exposure. The creator on the other side they build out their platform, they build out their profile as well, saying I'm looking for brands to give me product to promote, and here are some examples of things that I've done, or I'm looking for particular brand deals. So that when I log on, I can either search creators or I can search brand deals, and I just need to figure out how I can um, make it a smooth communication between the two. So when I click the button, it goes to the brand or when I click that, if I'm a brand and I click a creator's mm -hmm. button, it goes to the creator saying I'm interested. Okay. Okay. That's the and, whole business. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, do you think that that should be something that we help facilitate the actual conversation between the brand and the creator, or should it be something that we just connect you externally to that brand? You go on your own accord about working with that brand as a creator. It should be a very manual process of yes connecting manually okay right yeah. now right now is perfect because you guys are small and i know we're thinking how do we do it at scale but you won't identify the problems in communication until you do it manually and what i honestly yeah. think is that everyone in this company is afraid to do some work and we rather sit down and ideate when you all know the problem you can't tell me that you don't understand the problem that these brands and creators are going through and it doesn't take a year to have these meetings. It's just I feel like everybody's focused on making a smooth workflow and nobody wants to do any manual work. That's what I get from this conversation that I've had with Jordan in this last 40 minutes or so. I feel that, yeah. Um, I don't think it's a version to man, like uh, doing manual work because we 
I'm fine with doing that. I think it's definitely more on the side of like maybe an over optimization of workflows and like you said, thinking more at scale too early. So but I do hear your feedback though. That's a great point about like starting small and like you can't really understand the pain point from the influencer or the brand brands or, like what they need until they're actually in the system and working on it. So that's a great point. I feel like we could definitely work faster at just getting something out there that people can interact with. So I agree with you. That's great yeah. feedback. So when Jordan starts talking about we doing community events like throwing parties and book clubs and focus groups, say no, we're not going to do that. We're focused <laughs> on building this platform. We're, we're, so yeah. what do you suggest you. we do That's in the meantime? Right. Nothing. Thank you. thank you so much, man. Thank you, Alton. You. No, thank, you. <laughs> thank you for answering. Okay, bye. <laughs> Y'all so what do you entrepreneurs suggest? be frustrating me so bad that's it, we because you're so brilliant and you're acting like you're not. You're acting like you don't know the, the solution to the problem, and you do. We just don't want to do the work. So in the meantime, we get together every day and we fix this problem. We don't have to be finding brands and finding community. We need to fix the problem so that when I find a brand, I have something meaningful to say to them versus we have something coming. I hate the announcements. No, and I hate making those soon. announcements. Yeah. You was, going, you was about to do an event with people? No, I mean, And tell them about the thing coming soon? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm then what I've, were you I've going to say? I've done that before. Exactly. I've done that. It's stupid. I mean, okay. Ain't it? Ain't it? Because I there's no solution to it. No, anything. I agree, though. I agree, and I don't. I've done that was coming soon and pushed the launch. Like, oh. I've done that before. Yes. And that's not the best feeling as an entrepreneur. But it's also, that's how you lose trust with your audience. And I don't want to keep doing that. So I want to be able to launch something that lasts. Of course, we continue to grow it and evolve it. Um, I do feel like we could bring the marketplace back and work on that. And that's something I'm excited to do. But also love what you mentioned as well and like that's something we've considered but like I said there's so many different verticals of influencer marketing we wanted to really make sure we were clear on where we could add the most value and what was missing are you an out and dating am I out and dating are you an out and dating oh no 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 okay. no 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 he lives all the way in California but <laughs> that don't mean nothing but anyways yeah, is he single um I'm actually not really sure are you single Technically, no, I'm not. <laughs> would Alton be a good option? Um, He would, but I'm actually kind of, like, not single, so. I see what's going on here. You and, you and Alton just be sitting around ideating. <laughs> Ain't no business getting done, but we work together. I rock some me some little Alton. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Try to keep it professional. You know, we oh you ain't got to mix business and pleasure. Yeah, no, nah, you shouldn't. But I'm saying this isn't this isn't a relationship of let's really build this business. It's like, yo, it's two cool people hanging out trying to figure stuff out. But it didn't take it didn't take a year for y'all to figure out what I just told you. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think that's definitely I think Alton, he his strengths is he's very strategic in a way to figure out a plan to get things in order. And I'll definitely say that hold up is probably definitely on me. I take responsibility. I'm the CEO. I'm the founder. Like, I, I don't have no problem taking that accountability. Um, and I think that's also why I'm happy I'm in this space of being a full-time entrepreneur where I can give my full attention into my business and just have a lot more intention with it. So, yeah. Good. All right. So I just really hope well, when I see you next in the next, you know, three months, four months or whatever, 
you actually have this platform built. And no events. No events. We can do a launch event, <laughs> though, right? Together. Yeah. We can do a launch event uh, or something? 100% when you build it, for Can we sure. do it here? Yeah, of You course. do events here? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm scoping it out. I'll connect you with Dre. Okay. All right. All right. You did okay today. But you did really good because I think you've come to your senses. You understand. I think the most powerful thing is you understood, yo, I'm the problem. And I really need to just do the work. No, I agree. And I was coming to that realization before this podcast. So I appreciate you. All right. You did good. Thank you. All right. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.